everybody, and happy New Year week. I cannot believe we have actually made it to the end of 2020. Unbelievable. I can't believe that we are staring, you know, 2021 literally in the face. So welcome back, everybody, to another episode, the final episode of 2020 of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deborah Coleman. Wow, guys. So how how are we all doing? Let's do a little, like, quick check-in. Um, it's December. Wow, I can't believe it. And I wanted to end the year with just a quick little solo show um, and, and to close out 2020, hopefully on a bit more of a positive note. Um, I cannot believe all that 2020 has dished out to us. Um, and... For many, it's still dishing out, right? It's it's not over. Uh, many of us are still facing challenges, are still struggling, um, and the 31st will tick over to the 1st, and nothing much will have changed. But I wanted to kind of dedicate this episode um, with a reflection vibe uh, and to maybe quickly just sort of assess where we're at, what we've gone through, and maybe how we can carry any sort of silver lining or positive momentum that we gained into 2020. So um, I'd like to just start, believe me, it won't be a long episode, so (laughs) hang in there with me, guys. It'll just be a few minutes. Um, But I want to quickly start by just recognizing some of the things that have gone on this year really quickly. Um, Of course, COVID. Obviously, right? I mean, that goes without saying. Um, 2020 was also filled with political changes, a lot of social uprisings and awakenings and movements, and uh, for many, a job loss, a job transfer, or for a lot of us, work from home challenges and changes. Um, and then, last but not least, I think 2020 also really called more attention to physical and mental well-being. Um, I know those have always been a part of the conversation in the workspace, but I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it seemed like this year, maybe because of everything I just listed, um, because of E, all the above, um, there seemed to be a lot of attention on our physical and mental well-being. It's like those two things were sort of shoved on stage and the spotlight was cast on them. And there just seemed to be a lot of dialogue, a lot of blogs, a lot of videos, a lot of group chats um, about those two things. And I think that's wonderful. I think that's fantastic. Um, I'm so glad that attention has been brought to more to those two subjects. So I think we're all in agreement right? If we were on the video chat right now, maybe we'd all be shaking our head. Okay. Yeah. You've touched on some of the highlights of 2020. Um, I just want to, to acknowledge those, give them their due and then continue on with the conversation. (laughs) But taking all of those into consideration, isn't it a wonder that many of us may feel some exhaustion? I mean, I know I do on some level. Sometimes I just sort of sit and take a breath and just like, okay, I need to process. Um, and, and maybe exhaustion isn't the word. Maybe it's just, you know, I just need to take a beat and just let everything kind of sink in and assess and then continue on throughout the, throughout my day or my week or my month. Um, and I just don't think that, I think for me, um, that 
I don't have, sometimes I just don't have the bandwidth to kind of like process it all, um, which brings me to that feeling of exhaustion. So maybe that's what it is. Um, and so that's why I have chosen to take December off for recording any new shows. Um, I do have, never fear, I do have plenty of shows in my library that will carry me well into the new year. But for me, on a personal level, I just wanted to take December off for actually recording any new shows because I just wanted to take time to focus on what was in front of me, to find time to relax, to enjoy the season without any added stressors because I recognized that I was getting kind of an, you know, the rat race was starting to pick up again and I really wanted to not go into or live December in that way. So I, for me, I took December off for recording new shows. And so I hope that you are also able to find time to enjoy the season in whatever that looks like for you, in whatever, quote, time off means for you and your family. I hope you are able to find that for yourself. And most importantly, if you are able to, to in all caps, not feel guilty about doing so. Please don't feel guilty about it. I know I'm not. (laughs) In full transparency, I don't feel one bit guilty for not recording any shows in December. It's like, nope, sorry, I'm taking time for myself and that's all right. Um, and, And I'm not really speaking necessarily to anybody when I say that. I'm speaking to myself. Like, Deb, don't feel guilty. You're doing all the things related to your show. You're not recording. End of story. Move on. So I hope the same for you as well in that regard. So guys, I think right now, if we are lucky enough to find the space to pause and reflect on things that we've been going through this past year, um, I think that would be a good, I think that would be a good for us to do that is to find that space to pause and think about what the past year has brought to you, to your life, to your family's life. I know for me, when I look back at what the past months have brought to my life and the changes and adjustments that I've had to make, honestly, guys, it either makes me want to like run from the room screaming, like what has gone on? Um, Or stop and kind of like give myself like a fist bump and say, you did it. Like those challenges, you faced them, you pivoted, you adjusted. You may have been kicking and screaming the whole way, but you know what? At the end of the day, you did it and you're still here and you're, you survived. Um, so I like to do that. I like to kind of like take inventory and take back some of that control and recognize some of the good that I did or some of the good changes or good behaviors that were initiated in this past year, um, in some capacity. Um, while also, to be fair, recognizing the not so good uh, changes in behaviors that I took place in or that happened to me. Um, you know, to be fair, there's balance in life, right? So if you'll indulge me for a few minutes, I just want to note some of the good stuff that happened in, in my orbit, in my universe. I'll start with the obvious work from home. As soon as March hit, I think I pivoted to working from home on or around St. Patrick's Day, like in that week. Um, and I, I know you guys can start throwing the tomatoes. I get it. I get it. But for me, it has been pretty much on the scale of awesome. I mean, I have really taken to the work from home life. Um, yes, it's had its, its share of challenges. Yes, I've had to learn a lot. I'm still learning. No way am I would even consider myself a work from home expert at all. Um, every day I learn something new about that work from home life. But 
overall at the 30,000 foot level, I have enjoyed it. And it has really worked for me. It works for my work, my work style. It works with my personality. It works with my you know, how I process information, how then I communicate with others, how then I disseminate, distribute (laughs) information. It just works. It works for me. I don't struggle with it as some do. Um, And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's, you know what? I'm not sorry. Let me take that back. That's another thing that I've learned this year too, is quit saying sorry, right? No, hashtag not sorry. Um, That's just what it's been like for me. And it's been great. And I make no apologies for it. Uh, so that I mark in the W column. Um, healthy changes. I, for some odd reason, and maybe it's because I am working from home and there's not a whole lot of movement involved in that, um, I've actually started to, my husband and I have actually started to pay more attention to what we're putting in our bodies, just make some better food choices. Hey, again, I am not like, a healthy food, a healthy foodie by any means. I am not an expert or an influencer. It's just, we've just sort of, you know, just been a bit more mindful, you know, okay, we bought like an air fryer. So when we do get that craving for, um, you know, like fried food, chicken, whatever, maybe we'll do it in a more healthy way with an air fryer. So that sort of thing, just kind of, you know what, let's just try to go the healthy route. If that's an option, let's pick that one instead. Um, Hey, not to say I haven't indulged in like my pizza and my, you know, wings and my burgers. That has definitely been happening. But when afforded the option, we let's try to do it the healthy way. Um, And then exercising. I have started to, I picked my yoga back up. I've been doing that several times a week. Um, I've been walking with a friend on the weekend. So this sort of thing, that sort of stuff. You know, I don't know, being at home has really just sort of like, it's trickled. I've just been calmer. I haven't felt like I've been running, running, running. Um, I can just kind of get work done, take time for myself in the evenings, take time for myself in the morning. So when I say the work from home life has worked for me, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about like work, obviously the the nine to five, but also just like other areas of my life have just sort of calmed down and sort of slowed down. And I'm, I love that. I appreciate that. Um, And I guess that translates to my next point, which is I've been really learning how to be a bit more flexible um, in the midst of this crisis. Like, okay, yeah, you got to start wearing masks and you got to maybe shop during certain times or, you know, yeah, things are takeout only now or you can't really be social and just run around and see friends and family like you used to. So I've really learned how to try to pivot and be flexible and to realize that that ability is in me. You know, before this hit, you know, when you were told we're a mask and you told you can't see family and you can't travel. It's like, oh my God, I can't. How am I going to function? But really, I, you know what? We have been functioning and for some of us, we've been doing quite well. Um, and so, hey, I'll take that as a W. I've learned how to be flexible. Hasn't been challenging, absolutely. But I've learned that I have the strength to be flexible in those moments. Um, and then I'm not so much in a hurry to get back to our old normal. Like I, when people say, oh, I can't wait till things get back to normal. I internally cringe. I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if I want to. What was so great about that? You know, <laughs> for me, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. If I wasn't like literally doing that, I felt like I was. I felt I was constantly in motion and it was, that was exhausting. And so, no, I'm looking forward to a new normal. I'm looking forward to, again, reflecting on all the things that I liked about 2020 
all the things that, all the ways that I changed for the better. And I hope to hold on to some of those moving into 21. Um, and I'd like to kind of like close out that column of good changes with a quote. You know me. I love my quotes. I know you're rolling your eyes right now. That's all right. Bear with me. This quote is from Dave Hollis. And he says, in the rush to return to normal, let's use this time to consider which parts of normal are actually worth rushing back to. When I read that, I was like, yeah, boy, that's it. That is exactly (laughs) how I feel about my good column, my good changes for 2020. What are we in such a rush to rush back to? What was working so well last time? Let's get it right this time. Again, I'm saying that to myself, not necessarily to you, because it makes it everybody is so subjective. It's been a different experience for many of us. But for me, I don't think I'm in such a rush to run back to whatever normal was prior. Okay, so as I said, all about balance quickly, some not so good changes for 2020. Okay, I am, to be fair, putting work from home in that column because I like it way too much. So that could be a negative or a not so good change. Absolutely, I am a big enough person to recognize that. So I know when I eventually do transition back to the office, it's going to be a struggle. I'm not going to lie. I, I hand is raised, you guys, it's going to be a bit of a struggle for me. So I need to find a way to start mentally and emotionally recognizing that that's going to happen in 2021. So I need to kind of embrace that somehow. Um, of course, the lack of travel and socializing, that's been rough. You know, you can't just, it just looks different. I know you can see friends and family, but it just looks different because of my next bullet point. There's that fear now. You know, I understand the vaccine is on its way and that's all wonderful, but there's still that fear. And I, for me, I think it will kind of always be there, you know, like getting the cold or getting the flu. Like there's always that fear of, mm, you know, uh, now COVID is a part of the conversation. And I just think that there will always be that little uh, fear out there um, where maybe before there wasn't, you know, but now there is. And then of course, last one, which is sort of a funny one, it's masks. I don't know about y'all, but it was tough for me to transition to wearing a mask all the time or to remember to wear a mask all the time. If I had a nickel for every time I would like reach the grocery store doors and then had to run back to my car to grab my mask, I tell you, I could treat y'all for a coffee. Um, it, that was a tough adjustment. Again, putting it on, not, not a big deal. I get it. You know, I totally support the wear a mask movement, not a problem, but it was just remembering that darn thing, right? Or leaving the house. Oh crap. Car key, cell phone, wallet, mask. Like that's now a part of the conversation. So um, that was just a little something. Masks. Uh, I get it. I so I support it, but it was like, I got to remember to bring it. So I guess that, you know, I just wanted to share my highs and lows with you this past year. Um, believe me, I understand there are much more serious issues out there going on. And my heart goes out to those who, those of you who are truly struggling um, with your own challenges. Believe me, I recognize that. Um, But I guess what I would want for all of us is to, in some way, shape, or form, take a little bit of inventory and assess what things have worked for us and what didn't, and what steps maybe we can take to let those good things, whatever they are, even if they're just so small, remain somehow going into 21. I think it's easy in this time for us to focus on the negative. It's really easy for us to do that. And in many conversations I've had with friends and family, it's the conversation quickly turns to that. We count our troubles. And believe me, I do it too. But 
my fear is that the danger lies when we don't come out of that way of thinking. When sometimes we allow ourselves to be mired in that negative quicksand. And that's what I don't want. I don't want us, you know, to be, to be trapped in that negativity. Um, because it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to live with underneath that cloud and to just say, it all sucks. You know, I'm checking out. I'm checking out mentally, emotionally. I'm just going to curl up in a ball and just stay there. Um, and if you find that that's where you're headed or you find that that dark cloud is sort of remaining, um, again, I I am not an expert or I do not have initials after my last name, but I really hope that in some way, shape or form, you are able to seek assistance and reach out in your own way, whatever that looks like for you and find the support or comfort you need from your people um, and from your tribe, whoever you have in your orbit. I just hope that you are vocal and brave enough to say, I need a little something extra from y'all right now. Can you check in with me? Um, heck, even if it's me, even if you want to just like reach out, you know, you got my email address, visit my website, reach out to me, say, Hey Deb, you got a quick second? Let's talk. Um, I'm there because, uh, if there's one thing I've learned from doing this podcast, from starting this podcast in, in early 2020, um, actually back in January, I can't believe it. Um, if, if there's one major takeaway that I have, that I can take away from being a host of a podcast is that sometimes all anyone wants is to just be heard and listened to. Sometimes we don't want to be talked to. We don't want to be lectured to. We don't want to walk away from a conversation, from an article, from a podcast, um, or a YouTube video feeling worse about ourselves because the person on the other side of that mic or the other side of that camera has like seemingly got it all together and they're telling us all the things that we are failing at and here's what you need to do to, do, to be a better human. While I think their heart maybe in the right place. Sometimes that message is like, I just don't have the bandwidth for that right now. I just need somebody to sort of just like give me a virtual hug and just listen. And so being a producer and host of a podcast, I have definitely learned that sometimes you being silent and letting the other person have the space they need to share with whatever's going on with them is simply all that's needed. So I hope that you find somebody that you can do that with. If you can't, I'm here for you. We won't even hit record, I promise. Um, But uh, so I hope you find that for yourself as the year comes to a close. So maybe we can put 2020 to some sort of good good use in that way, in taking inventory of seeing what worked and hopefully, as I said, holding on to those silver linings, those good moments and taking them with us into 2021. Because at the end of the day, I really do care about all of you. I care about all of me and I would love to see us take on 2021 stronger and better for it and whatever that looks like for all of us. So I vote for moving forward to take on 2021 from a place of strength. And let's wrap up the year, wrap up this crazy year that we will never forget, um, stronger and maybe finding a little bit of joy, a little bit of something to look forward to, a little bit of positivity. Um, And for some of us, being successful, that may translate into being successful, right? Let's start 2021 with a successful mindset. And for some of us, it could simply be 
I'm going to get up from bed every day. Simply getting up out of bed every day, grabbing your favorite cup of poison and moving through your day, maybe that's that's success. That's a W. For others, it could be I scored a new position and I can't wait to start that into the new year. Or I'm going to be looking for a new job in 2021. And so that's something to look forward to. Um, Hey, for some of you, maybe moving to a new city. Maybe you're looking at moving and transferring. A lot of that seems to be happening now with this remote work. That's another benefit is that I don't need to be in the office every day. Therefore, I don't need to live in this high-priced city. Therefore, I can move where I can afford to live and be happy but still work. So I, I, as a sidebar, I read a lot of articles about that. And that is so exciting to me that that's really cool. For those of you that are able to take advantage of that, that's wonderful. So whatever success looks like for you in going into 21 or that you have planned for 2021, yay you, wrap up 2020, assess, reflect, put it behind you and move forward. I think there is a lot that we can be grateful for and there's a lot of blessings that we can count. They might be hard to find. They might be hiding like that little elf on the shelf. It might be hiding, but they're there. And I really hope that you are able to take some time, take some inventory and to recognize those good, the good points and the good moments of 2020. All right, y'all. So that's all I got for you. I told you I promised it would be short and I wanted to keep it short because I know time is precious, um, especially now at the end of the year. So if you took time to listen to this quick little mini cast, thank you for hanging in with me. Um, And whether your traditions this holiday season center around family, food, football, or fellowship, I really hope that this 2020 holiday season is a good one for you. Again, filled with more blessings and troubles. And uh, let's go into 2021 all that better, all that much better for it. And as you know, I'm going to end the show with a quote. I love my quotes. This one is from Charles Dickens. I thought it was pretty apropos to the holiday season, which says, reflect upon your present blessings of which everyone has plenty not on your past misfortunes, of which we all have some. So let's remember to count our blessings from this incredibly challenging year and move forward and look and enter into a stronger 2021. Please stay safe, everybody, this new year, this new year season and always. And again, thanks for listening and being a supporter of the show. Appreciate y'all. See you in the new year.